What's up, Space Gang? On today's episode of the VK Space Show, we're going to get into all of this hip hop drama from Mr. and Mrs. Smith to the artist formerly known as Kanye West, Mr. Ye himself. We'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Spades Gang, what's good? Welcome to a brand new episode of the BK Spades Show. I am your host, the BK Spades, and I am here with my very lovely co-host, Nova Kane, baby. All right, Spades Gang, do me a huge favor and head over to www.thebkspadeshow.com. That's www.the bkspaceshow.com where you can get all the audio, all the video, blogs, and really cool ass merch. Also, Nova Kane, let them know. I see that hoodie girl looking good. Let them know <laughs> what else they need to do for us. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rated review. Leave that five star rating. Five. Leave us a written, you know, one, two, three, four, five. Y'all already know. And leave us a written review so you know which way to go, which way to grow, which way to glow. And then you can also oh, yeah. leave suggestions just in case you want to hear something on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So we're doing this again. We are once again in the middle of a evolution of hip hop where there are the changing of the guard a little bit, I guess you could say. But this week, the drama and some of the behind the scenes stuff that was coming out has been amazing. And I think we would have been remiss not to discuss any of this. So you can, yeah. guys, so you guys can call this episode uh, versus two hip hop versus two, because we are going down the list of <clears throat> just hip hop. Mm-hmm. All right. So Nova came. What was up, the, before we jump in, what was the most interesting story? Do you got to explain just, you know, to you, what was the most craziest story you heard this week? Def, definitely the craziest story. Uh, definitely the craziest story of this week is definitely Astral World. That is a little haunting. The more details that come out, it's, it just gets scarier and scarier. So definitely the craziest story of the week for me. Hip-hop story of the week. Yeah, for me, I think it's... I don't know. The most interesting is is Will Will Smith. Just just for is on his book tour. It just seems like he got a lot. Uh, there's a lot of baggage there that he's been hiding, and we haven't mm-hmm. seen it. And as mental health advocates that we are here, it's just weird that we not weird, but it's just it's crazy that you see him out in public as this happy person, mm-hmm. and it's just. So much that he has packed inside of his mind that he's been through and that he's going through. It's just crazy how he was able to have his disposition, this super happy disposition, but still maintain all that baggage mm-hmm. and hold it together like he has, especially being so young and starting so young in the game. But anyway, you know, right now, though, the first store we are going to get into is the great debate of the dinner with Jay-Z. And I know a lot of people are tired. I know a lot of people are tired of, of, of talking about this. But I am going to play a clip first. 
and then mm-hmm. we're going to give our opinions about what we think about the clip. So, okay. are you are you ready for that? You know I'm ready for it. Let's go. All right, here's that clip, <laughs> y'all. So all the kids that have dreams of being successful like you, what advice can you give them? Be successful like me. Mm-hmm. Okay, believe in yourself, even if anyone else believes in you. Got that ultimate confidence like you do. You're very confident. Thank you. Yeah. And just just believe in yourself. Alright, no okay. That was a clip from Jazzy's World TV. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jazzy's World. She's so adorable, right? She's so adorable. Um, what do you think of Jay Z's advice in that clip? Because the dinner with Jay Z people is going ham on this clip. So what do you think? <laughs> Well, I should say the anti-dinner with Jay-Z people. Well, personally, he gave an interview to a little girl. So, of course, he's just, he's probably just, I think a lot of adults might get a little overwhelmed or just a little nervous when a child interviews them. Even if it's like something, you know, simple as a YouTube video or even a TikTok or whatever the case may be. Because you never know what they might ask you. And then you want to keep it real with children as much as possible on top of being keeping it you know age appropriate so yeah i think he did as best as he could because i mean this is jicka man we talking about and it was so adorable like but it's the fact that he said believe in yourself twice that people are probably getting upset about but when you're talking to a child you really need to believe in yourself like even as an adult you need to believe in yourself so i guess the people that are upset the anti-dinner with Jay-Z are like, oh, see, that's why you want You don't need to have any dinner with him because he didn't say anything. But he did. He said a lot in 10, what, 10, 15, 20 seconds. So. Yeah, something like that. Um, I agree. Like, what more did you want him to say to a kid? Like, it's, it looks like it was, I'm just coming out the door and boom, now mm-hmm. I got to give advice to a whole new generation of people. And another thing I think we are missing with Jay-Z is he's always have has this balance going on in his mind, you know, the balance of how much do I tell him versus the balance of I've been through a whole lot of stuff and he's still going and changing himself. So not giving him an excuse, definitely probably could have just stopped with two. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> And it was off the it was off the top probably too like you said like like, he just came out of somewhere or the restaurant or something and she was just like oh it's chicken man (laughs) yeah and when you have situations like that sometimes like especially i've noticed in the podcast world people are prepared all the time Mm -hmm. especially depending on what area you you are in Mm -hmm. how busy celebrity these people have their equipment all the time so who mm-hmm. knows? She saw him and was like, ooh, as you know, the parents were like, can we get an interview for our daughter's YouTube? Exactly. So I hope, I hope she blows up. Believe in yourself is really good advice. It it's is. probably like the most advice for anyone, even adults like myself. Like, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember when I started this podcast, um, which was in the November, by the way. Anniversary's coming real soon. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> The one thing that I did to make to like the catalyst for me starting this was my No Fear November initiative. And it was just basically me doing stuff that I was afraid to do. 
So I'm not hating on that. I think it's really decent advice, actually, you know, for her audience, because a lot of children do struggle with believing in themselves. Mm-hmm. That's true. A lot, All right. a lot do. That is facts. That is facts. All right. We ain't going to hold too much more on Jay. Shout oh. out to Jay. Shout out we'll to probably, Jazzy. We'll probably say something about Jay a little later. Shout out to Jazzy, though. Because she was very confident in her interview. So shout out to Jazzy for sure. She really was, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. I wish I had that type of confidence, man. Right? Where was <laughs> where was my confidence at? Like, what? For real. Okay. We got to move on. All right. So let's talk about Joe Budden. Uh-oh. Oh, I forgot he was on the list. Uh. Yep, he's on the list. And we're, it's going to be quick. We're not going to um, dwell on Joe Budden gate really long because so Joe Budden What Riley on his, say? What you want? Oh, you talking about you? Yeah. yeah. I say. But go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Okay, so let's uh, Riley from Boondocks. That's my boy. Um, okay, so this is my thing about Joe. For those of you that don't know, haven't listened to his podcast, Joe Budden recently came out as bi. Mm-hmm. I don't have the clip right now. You know what? I'm going to find the clip and play it so you guys can hear it. But apparently he, come, he came out as bi. And the debate now, because it's Joe Budden, has become, is he really? Or is he trolling? So, I don't know. After you guys hear the clip, y'all tell me. But, Nova can you already seen it. So, let's jump right into this. I don't know. What do you think? I still don't know. I don't know if he's trolling or not because this is Joe Bennett. But, honestly, if we're looking at everything that he's said and done in the past, he might just be bisexual for real. It might explain why he keeps having failed relationships with women over and over and over again. So, I mean, at this point, it's a toss-up. It's Joe Budden. It could be anything. Yeah, definitely. It could go anyway with this guy. He could be trolling. I think he might be trolling. But I do, uh, you know, I'm not going to be the one to make any assumptions here. We're going to go to one of his exes, Tahiri. To Harry, she know, said something, didn't she? Yes, I got like four tweets from her. Oh, what she tweeted. Okay, so one of the tweets that do I have these in order? Let me make sure I got them in order so I can so I can tell you the gist of everything like straight up. All right, so here we go. Tahiri at at the real Tahiri. Mm-hmm. Joey may be a woman beater. Oh. Allegation thrown there. But from but far from by. So she says, Joe may be a woman beater, but far from by. And Vado better stop calling, DMing me, and popping up to my old crib. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who the heck is Vado? He's a rapper, producer. Is that the rapper the- guy? I, okay, yeah. I, do, I, I heard the song before. But what he got to do is I don't know. It's just so weird. And Someone replied right under him, said her, uh, at DJ Khalif replied, 
why is it every time Joe is trending here, you go always trying to share negativity and hate, shaking my effing head. Let that man express his preferences. And then she responds, this is the reason women never speak up. People like you. Okay, so this is my thing about this. (laughs) Okay. Wait, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. What is she talking about? Speaking up about what? The fact that Joe may be a woman woman beater. beater? A woman beater, yeah. But Um, she didn't say her. She never said her. And I think these allegations have been around for a long time. So what's she talking about why women can't speak up? I thought she was saying that with the negativity about the other part she was saying and then bringing Vado into this. No, look, it's to here. You know how this goes. All right, so this is her, this is her sh- next tweet. And then she said, nah. She says, nah, I would have known. We did things. Okay. And I'm submissive. Only, and she goes, dot, 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 only in bed. I got to say it like that because she uh, oh. put it in all caps and an exclamation caps. point right oh, there. Oh, and exclamation point. You know she was serious. Yeah, yeah that's how you know she's for real with the exclamation point. Period. Right. So that's a, and she goes on to say, so that's a hard pass. No point intended. Laugh out loud. Okay, listen, first of all, what? What? people in my generation, millennials, we got to let go of LOL. We got to let it go. It's time to move on. It's time to move on from LOL. Just just post a, a, a laugh emoji. It's, it'll go off better. So what do you think about that, though? What do you think about her confessing about her submissiveness in the middle of That doesn't mean saying, anything. He, she could be. Honestly, if she's super submissive, that couldn't mean that he's bisexual like i don't know like honestly i don't know because i never really dealt with a bisexual man the only bisexual man that i knew of he's no longer here but like he was always open so that was i don't know i don't know i don't know i really don't know so harry i don't know i think she just needs to be what's what's the word we use clout she just wanted to get some clout really quickly because i mean what you been doing what you been at I don't even know her like that, for real. You know what? I don't either, actually. So it's it's not really shocking. I mean, I know her a little bit about her. I've seen her pop up before when Joe have his moments. So it does definitely seem like it's some clout going on there. I think, Um, if I'm not mistaken, that was the girl he was with when he was first on uh, Love & Hip Hop. Yeah, I think so. You're right. I think. I think. But I can't really remember because I didn't, I didn't really get into that part of uh, reality TV until about 2012 or something. So I was a little late to yeah. that side. Yeah. Well, you was getting in. I was on my way out. So all this stuff. Was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, reality TV, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but that's yeah. a whole another conversation. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> We've got like two more of these tweets to get through from her. Two tweets. So she says, yeah. She says, I've put the past behind me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, therapy. In all caps. I'm sorry. Thank you, therapy. You know, uh-huh. that's how you in my head, it. that's how she said it. And I'm glad you did it. With the Negro. Yeah, I'm glad you did so it. So she says, so she says, phone, please stop ringing. He's a calculated person, a smart person. So smart. It hurts him a lot of time, of the times. Stay tuned. And it's a lot of exclamation points through that too. But 
I have to agree with her. Joe is very intelligent. He is. And he's very calculating. He is. And then somebody replied to her on that one. It was like, if you healed and you, you're done with it, you need to move on. <sighs> she could still then, talk about him publicly if everybody's talking about him. She could talk about him publicly. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't see nothing or wrong with that. Or is it because they were the engaged? Same time it did. Yeah, it, it it does come off a little cloutish. Cloutish? Mm-hmm. So, oh, and then her last tweet is clickbait. When will you guys learn? So, when will we learn? That's a good question. We ain't never gonna when learn. Will Click, we that's learn. the whole reason of clickbait. True. It's just, it's just so entertaining to talk about stuff like this, though. Even even I know a lot of his bullshit. I was yeah. like, like that clip of Lil Boosie that came out. Child, I ain't even watch it. I saw the I saw the caption, and I just kept it rolling. <laughs> Kept, I don't I know kept if it I scrolling. Be... I kept it scrolling. <laughs> I, I watched it because I'm like, what the hell is happening here? But after I got deep into it, I'm like, I see the boom mic. This ain't real. And then again, it may have not been real from Bo- I mean, from the other side, but maybe it was real for Boosie. I don't know. Was that even Boosie? It sounded like I, I didn't really zoom in. I just I It was like late you. night when I synced it. I told you I didn't even li- listen. So I have this... I think the most toxic trait of myself is trying to act like things don't exist if I just ignore it. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Because, oh no, it exists. Because when I ever, and I think I seen the same video, like of course you see it like being shared through site through site, and the caption is always the same. And it's like, you know, he does like Lil Nas X music. And says he doesn't have a problem with him while he's playing his music in the background. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Yo, I, I really did mean to bring up. But you know what? Before we get into it, listen, I'm going to show you guys the clip real fast. Here it is Uh-oh. right here. And then Uh-oh. after you watch the clip, you guys watch. I mean, you guys tell me what y'all think about Joe Budden. Before we get off subject into Lil Boosie. Yes. The Lil Boosie game continue. Oh, my gosh. I'm Fuck okay. It's okay now. You got okayed? He got okayed? How do I spread this news? How do I spread the word? I think you got to call the CEO. Yo, listen. You got to make sure it's okay. I like guys and girls. Spread the word. I'm down. Remember, this was the I've first time he returned to the... All right, so we're going to move on. You guys, you know, put in comments, whatever. You watching, listening. Tweet us. Put it in your mind. Tweet us. Hashtag the BK Space Show. Just, you know, say, hey, this is however you feel about the clip. Tell us what you feel. Please. Anyway, we got to move on. But before we move on to our actual subject, we did not plan on talking about Lil Boosie, but since we bought I him completely up, forgot that he this happened this week. <laughs> I did too. Man, oh you know how it gosh. is with Boosie, man. And you know we like talking about Boosie and Lil Knox on the show. Lil Boosie badass. Lil Boosie badass. Um, God bless him. You know because I really don't know what this angle is with him. Like I really, I, I think I saw I'm like so five confused. seconds when he said I don't have a problem with Nas X man, and I'm just like. This is bullshit. <laughs> I just turned it off. Look, what's the what's the translady? Uh was it T S Madison? Mm-hmm. Or Madison? Maybe. 
I don't know. I was. I think she was on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and she was talking about the you know Lil Boosie mm-hmm. and his issues with Lil Nas X and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she brings up the, the allegation, and this is like the third time this is coming back around. But we went in the show when you know it came around the first two times, so we're we're, we're bringing it back now. We're going to talk about it right now of his son getting fellatio. Him getting his son a prostitute, basically. Mm-hmm. I remember. And the debate, it, it, it didn't like take off or anything, but it was a fluttering debate about what's okay and what's not okay. You know what I'm saying? And whether or not it was rape. And I think his son came out and was like, I'm fine. Like, it didn't bother me. And then everybody else was like, you may have been fine. But it was still rape. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because so, he was way and, underage, too. He was like 13 or something. He was, yeah, so it's a crime. It's a crime yeah. whether or not you want to, whether you was okay or not. And I think that brings up a good subject of how we continue to move forward in these types of situations. Because, yeah, you might think you're okay as the victim, or you might not think you are a victim because it may have been someone you loved or it may have been someone you knew and trusted that these things yeah. was happening. But sexual assault is sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. And that that young lady sexual, uh, sexually assaulted him and his father was the person that initiated that for him. So however he feels about it, it doesn't matter. It's still sexual assault. Yeah. And, and I think we have to Society has been moving to that, but it's still like that pushback. Like I was okay. Trust me, that was a moment where I went to a, a party. I don't know if I said this on the show. I think I may have brought it up. When I was younger, I went to a party. It was me and my brother and a friend of ours. And when we got to the gate, the door of this is a house party on the college campus. Um, well, you know, one of those houses on the college campus. We we goes and we go into their house, and you know. They were they was rubbing on our penises. It was a security check, but you know, they were they were checking our penises. And I'm like, you know, at the time when it happened, I'm like, oh man, you know, that happened. Like you know, stuff like that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm part of the I'm part of the guys. No one's gonna complain. That type of thing. That's the mental. You know, it was cool at that point. But as I got older, and I started to, I'm like, yo. I I really did get sexually assaulted. You sure like, did? It's not something I asked for, you know? And I, I see uh, our friends and people that we know, as they're getting older and things start happening, men, I'm talking about on the men's side of things, and things start happening to them, they're realizing that a lot of the things that was happening was sexual assault as well. And I'm like, yo, I can't believe that. And, you know, I'm going through life like that's never happened to me. But in reality, yeah, yeah, that shit happened to me. You know, am I like distraught or anything about it? No, but it's just like, I can't believe that shit happened to me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's something that I never processed. I never thought I would have to process, but in reality, it's something that I, I should have processed. Because it makes you kind of I don't of even know like, these people. <clears throat> right. Because it makes you feel like, even at that time, why didn't you think it was a problem? That's That's probably what it was. Like, why is it such an norm for a man to just get rubbed up on and nobody screams sexual assault, you know, when it is? Yeah. 
Yeah, and and it's weird because I go to the clubs when I was younger as well, and I would go to clubs and I would see dudes walk up on girls, they ain't know, smack them in the ass. And that shit be bothering me. I'm going to tell you, because when I got with my wife, I'm like, you know, we weren't husband and wife at the time. We were dating. And I didn't like going to the club with her. And she was like, why not? I'm like, and I used the whole, oh, because I don't bring sand to the beach, you know, because you got to sound tough and and witty when you're young. But in reality, it was like, because that means I'm going to have to whoop somebody's ass Mm -hmm. if they touch you. Your booty looking good today. Somebody walk up. Now, now I got to fight. You got to fight. Now putting every, yeah, now whoever with me got to fight because, you know, whoever with them going to fight. Now we put a whole bunch of people in danger because now we're fighting in the club. And I've seen people get shot at, uh, get knocked out with bottles, chairs, and tables. And I don't want to get hit with none of that shit. Mm-hmm. So, but if I got to fight for the, like, if a situation happened with me, I can walk away from it. You know, I can say, hey, it's wasting my time. But if a situation happened with her, now I got to throw blows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. It's, I can't believe that I went half my life <laughs> not knowing that not I was even, sexually assaulted. Exactly. Exactly. But I know that's, that's off subject, but sorry. We are going to have another conversation because that's one of our more serious topics that we're going to definitely dive back into before the end of the season. Absolutely. We got like three, four more episodes. But let's get through the rest of this stuff. We're at the end of the road. Because <laughs> we still got to get to Kanye and we got to talk about Will Smith as well. All right, let's do. I was going to bring up, I was going to bring up Rick Ross, but I, I'm going to let him, I'm going to let him uh, slide <laughs> this one with that, with the AKA covers. Everybody started to call him. We're going to let it slide this time. That's what we're <laughs> going to say. That's exactly what we're saying with them AKA colors. Exactly. Everybody want to be mad at Issa. Ain't nobody want to be mad at Rick. <laughs> God forgive me. <laughs> I mean, technically, technically, Rick didn't have the colors no, on. No, no, I know. <laughs> but, but that cover, though, was like, it was definitely saying AKA. It was and definitely somebody... screaming stroll. It definitely was screaming. <laughs> I'm the, what's, what, what's the, what's the positions? Definitely the tail of the scroll. The tail dog. <laughs> yes, Ross, he was the tail dog of the AKA. Yes, he was definitely the tail of the line. Yes, for fact. <laughs> Whoever that was on the internet that uh, took his album cover and put the AKA paraphernalia on it with the like the the uh, genius. Like yo, yo, they the logo. They, you talking about shield. the logo? Yeah, the logo, mm-hmm. the shield. That's what's called the shield. The shield mm-hmm. and the logo. Whoever did that, you're a genius. I, I don't want to put that on on the screen because I ain't trying to have the AKAs come out the my ass because I ain't right. got I ain't got Issa money I ain't right. got Issa money and and I respect y'all. I mean I got never mind we're gonna move on. Shout out <laughs> to my homegirl that's a Delta though so she won't like cuss me out. I yeah, shout out to them Deltas. Deltas. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So let's let's move into some Will Smith news. Yes. And then we'll and then we'll end it with Kanye and all his many moments at his drink champs. First of all, Will Smith uh, need it. to have more respect out here in these streets. As a That's true. as this... a musical artist and as an actor. I've even said a few times that, you know, he hasn't really had that many great roles or 
or or some wild stuff like that. But I had to sit there and think about it, and he's actually up there with like your Denzel. Oh, absolutely. Um, I might even think reasons? he might be a little bit better than Denzel when it comes to range. Mm, that's a debate for another time. But we're, oh, we're going to get into it because I think you picked oh, Denzel. Real? I ain't gonna say that because we gonna talk about this, but I'm on we on crunch time right now, so let's just get into some of these stories. So, so Will Smith, he's been on this a, a book tour because mm-hmm. he is dropping his book, his memoir. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's called Will, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he's been doing a lot of interviews, a tour. Uh, I think he did an interview with Oprah here recently, where he's been opening up about a lot of stuff from. Mm-hmm. I think he talked about how he was hurt when Jaden asked for his emancipation. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how he was bummed out about what was what was the movie he did, the one um, the, the 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 western country western Wild Wild West. movie, Wild Wild West. He was talking about how he was upset about that movie bombing, and don't even um, not even to mention the stuff that's been going on with him and. His wife, how she, I, there's nothing going on between them personally. This is <laughs> what I know. But the internet, you know how the internet is. We because we're part of the community, so I can say we now. We kind of just latch on to these headlines and we make stories out of them. Yeah, and, and and I think it's because Jada is so open about things, and Will is not as open about things that we kind of tend to go on his side what was the most recent thing he she said oh really sex know. life i think I it was think about so. sex life but she had already said that before they've said this already the things that she's saying yeah. this year she have already said so it's like why is it such an uproar this time around when it wasn't the first time around but oh, i yeah, kind of think that, that i didn't even think this until just now when you were talking about the um his book tour, maybe all of this is just mm-hmm. publicity at this point because, like I said, she's already said this. These things they've already came out. What like two, three years ago? Oh, we're we're not getting a divorce, a divorce, but we're not calling each other husband and wife anymore. We're life partners. Yeah, and in the interview with Oprah, and this is from People. I just looked it up because mm-hmm. I wanted to know exactly what he said. Um, he says, <clears throat> well, the headline they got here is Will Smith says he and Jada Pinkett Smith agreed it was a fantasy illusion that we could make each other happy. I mean, technically, is, you can, technically, you're not supposed to make each other happy. You should find happiness within yourself and another person should be able to add to that technically. Yeah, is that what they were I, getting I agree. At? I think so. But because they've said as much before as well, like you said. But it was, who was the actress that he said he was in love with? Eva Mendes. That he fell in love. No, it was another one too. It was another one? Yeah, like, we. Like, I need to read this book. Up, <laughs> we keep, I, I'm definitely, I, I definitely kind of want to read this now. Um, Because we we keep harping on how bad Jada is in her talking. But in this book, it seems like Will has 
some stuff in his closet too. And no relationship is perfect. That's what a lot of people fail to realize that it doesn't matter what people make you look like to the to the world. Nothing is perfect. So of course, of course, people, and that's what a lot of people are failing to realize. Like everybody want to make it out the same. Like Jade is a bad guy. What if they're both bad guys? True. This is true. Um, Will Smith said he fell in love with Stockard Channing when he was uh, married to his first wife. I don't know that lady. I've never, this is it's one of his co-stars, I believe. Mm. But it was during his first marriage and they were filming Six Degrees of Separation. So it was mm. his co-star from Six Degrees of Separation. Oh, okay. That he fell in love with her during his first marriage. See? Which is yeah, so, and then there's the Margot Robbie situation. And Margot Robbie, that's the other one I was trying to remember. And well, then Eva Mendes. And Eva Mendes. But I mean, wait. It's Eva Mendes, though, so I'm just I don't saying. know if people really I'm realize. Kidding. I don't know if people really realize how much Jada just disappeared and how much that possibly could have, her disappearance could have possibly did, could have done anything to her mental to her emotional state. So maybe this is just like a release of everything that went on during that time. Because yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith was one of the biggest actresses in the 90s. When Will and Jada got married, yeah, she still had a few projects, but like right after Wild Wild West, Will's career like went into overdrive where Jada disappeared. We didn't see Jada on screen for like almost, what, 20 years almost? Something like that, at least in the major role. At it least was a, a long time. Okay, maybe not 20, at least 15. But she was at home with the kids and dealing with a whole bunch of stuff, though. Like They make enough money to get nannies. She could have had a job. But then, again, she was also doing the whole rock band thing, too, at some point during that time, too. I thought Don't that you was, look away from the, the screen. I was such, I thought the rock. <laughs> I thought the rock band thing was going on in the 90s. That was in the 2000s? Know, been, yeah, it was still going on. Oh, okay. Like, when Red so Table talked, you know, because, yeah, because um, Willow was talking about it as well. Yeah. She she brought it up going on the Red Table Talk. And I remember a magazine cover of her with the band as well. Yeah. So, and there's let's always, shift a little bit in. I'm sorry. There's always no, been controversy surrounding their family for years. For years. Yeah. I'm going to say it's unwarranted, too. But it's it's just how the machine works. It's, I think it's because Everybody wants to know so much. That, too. And they're secretive, too. They were very secretive. Like, they weren't just coming out saying stuff. This is mm -hmm. people. This is hearsay and, and extra, extramarital. Of all their extramarital affairs, it was hearsay. Mm -hmm. And so they came out and said, and it seems like they would be the type of people to be like, we were doing this mm -hmm. so it's, you just had to wait a little bit for them to profit off of it like with red table talk which is nothing wrong with that that is their lives and if i'm gonna tell my personal story might as well get it tricked. better be for a damn reason that's right all right let's <laughs> get your money might as well get you. a check but i'm definitely going right. to look into this book it did it already drop <laughs> No, I don't think it dropped yet. I think it's oh, about okay. to real soon, though. Oh, it's about to be got a like three or four other. Mm -hmm. It's like three or four other interviews after mm -hmm. the Oprah one, I believe. 
Oh, so it's um, about to be on the bestsellers list by Christmas time, basically. I think it already is. I think the pre-orders already pushed it there. See? Yeah. And that's oh, what I'm Will saying. Smith. Like, that's exactly. Not only is it Will Smith, but all of this drama on the social media realm is just going to catapult his sales to astronomical price, uh, numbers at this point because it's Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Fresh Prince okay. of Bel Air. So I think all the other stuff we just talked about, hit on really quick, was already known information or minor information compared to this, and that was the fact that he, when he was younger, contemplated on killing his father. Mm. Mm. Um, his father was abusive to his mother, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna read a quote from Will right here. It says. I could, I, this is from when he was contemplating to avenge his mom, at least mm-hmm. for Pop Crave. This is how they pushed the narrative. It says on Twitter, it says, I could shove him down and easily get away with it. I'm Will Smith. No one would ever believe I killed my father on purpose. I'm one of the best actors in the world. Mm. My 911 call would be Academy Award level. Oh, you know what? Oh, you know what though? This speaking of nine one one calls, just off subject real quick. That's how Jacqueline uh Jacqueline Phoenix was found. Joaquin. It was after his Joaquin, I said Jacqueline, <laughs> the dude from Queens. Uh Joaquin. But that's how he was found. Like that's when the world first met him was mm-hmm. from a nine one one call like his brother was about to pass from an overdose at uh mm-hmm. Johnny Depp's club own club in the street. Yeah. That's like the very first time anybody heard him on the national level. He wasn't the actor. His brother was. He was just the tag along. But anyway, uh, Will Smith and his dad. Wow. Will Smith and his dad. Wow. <laughs> um, Mind blower. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the information I just learned, by the way. <laughs> I was too young. I was too young to even know or care about Joaquin at that point. Yeah, right. Now, Joker was great. But um, <laughs> I think this was right around the time. Well, his father had cancer and, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't getting around as well. And Will was like, I am stronger than you. I am bigger than you. I am right at, I am in life. my peak. I can just end you right now, push you down these stairs and, and no will. one will care. No one, they'll care and they'll probably be more sympathetic. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, that's just me putting my own spin on that right mm-hmm. there. And this just goes to show you how dark some thoughts can truly get and you don't have to act on them. Yeah, true. Again, that mental health thing is, I think it totally depends on how you, how your mind is structured in some cases. Yeah. Um, Some people grow up with a structured mind. It's just, he was strong enough to hear those thoughts and say, no, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and he was probably rationalizing all the stuff that he had. Yeah. All the roles he was getting. He was Fresh Prince Bel Air at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, things was getting a little dark for him around that time. Like, this is a book that I think we probably all should get into because I, I think it's going to speak volumes on the mental health of, a, of an actor. Mm-hmm. And I've recently began into listening to the stories of a lot of child actors. Mm-hmm. And there's always been this common thread, you know, when we see in the, see them in the news and we see them snap, it's like they were crazy, but 
it's the world that they are in. You have to be, you have to have a team that's keeping you strong. You have to have parents that's keeping you strong. They're not taking advantage of you. You you have to be mentally strong in those situations. And the way the industry is set up, it sends a lot of people into dark places. Yeah. I mean, you're, we talked about Drake Bell. We talked about Cal Massey. We talked about um, Orlando. Uh, what's Orlando's last name? Uh, Brown. Brown. Shout out to Orlando Brown. Shout out uh, to Orlando Brown. Turning it around for the better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he he's found God and he's been through rehab and he got his family. He's doing way better than he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about did I say Britney Spears? We talked about Britney Spears. We talked about Britney Spears. There's a lot. These child uh, actors and child entertainers they go through a lot. Yeah. What's the, and Orlando uh, Brown? The now that I think about it. Orlando Brown been on television since he was like two. Yep. And then you have Jeanette McCurdy from Who's that? Uh, iCarly. Sam from iCarly. She recently oh. walked away from her career. And when they did the reboot of iCarly, she refused to go back. But she has like a podcast and she's doing directing and stuff in the background. But she cites her parents as being the reason with her mom. And her mom recently passed away too, not too long ago. And it didn't seem like and, and this is my opinion. She seemed a lot happier after her mom was gone because now she can break away from her mom being controlling. So you don't know what these celebrities are going through until they tell you what they're going through. Because but, another celebrity, I don't I don't know her actual name. I want to say her name is Cicely, but she was spirit on one-on-one. She went through a lot of um, different mental health issues. Like after I think her name is Cicely. I think her name is Cicely. Okay. Yeah. So... She went through a lot of different things, but she's doing really a lot better now. And she's like a chef and she has yeah, her family just, and everything. Yeah. She yeah, went I, through was I, I saw her, her chef videos that one time. Them just, her food looked good. She got her own restaurant and everything. Her, yeah, her food looks good. <laughs> well, it's in New York, ain't it? I think Brooklyn, so. It's in Brooklyn, somewhere around there. Something like I that. Go. But you're right. Let's go. Shoot. But you're right. <laughs> Um, you just never know. That's why I'm always telling people to just be kind. And you just never know what's going on in someone's head. You just never know. These people are not their characters. And I think that's the mm-hmm. most important part of all of these conversations. They're not their characters. Mm-hmm. They're humans. They have their own personalities and they're dealing with a whole lot of stuff. And we got to move on for Will Smith and other celebrities because this is what we do. We jump we in and talk about all that. We got yeah, wrapping up and so, we're bringing it know, home. Support, that's right, because we got to talk about Kanye. But support Will's book. I know he's going to be fine and he's going to make his money, but don't think that way. This man put his work and his life story in this book. And I think there might be lessons to learn. And then if you have other time to go and find these other podcasts and other outlets that these child stars are using to tell their story about child acting, Especially you got kids that's aspiring to be on YouTube and all this stuff because all of them go through a similar thing when it comes down to the industry yeah. and it's a very dangerous and scary thing, especially when they, you know, lose their minds and no one gives them sympathy. Yeah. And, you know, all the way up until they lose their mind and get to rehab and then now all of a sudden we're friendly and we're happy for you. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a whole nother story, a whole nother situation. We'll talk about that on another time. I'm not going to argue with you niggas about this at all. <laughs> this nigga, Soldier Boy, top five as far as to what we are today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, well, it's why like, you take him off your album? You ain't hear that verse? No. 
He was a parent. Oh, I think what you said. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was apparently mad at you. The verse wasn't good? Nah, but I'll tell you what, though. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. Yo. Nah, I tell you what, though. Yo. <laughs> you didn't hear that verse? You ain't hear that verse? <laughs> and what's up? You wanna know what's so funny is, right? What? What's so I funny? wanna say it was the versus episode, the first versus episode we did. And Kanye, when we were talking about, you know, him dropping the album and Soulja Boy was upset and everything. And none of us heard the verse yet. And I go, I'm pretty sure the verse was trash. I mean, it's Kanye. So if he just scrubbed the verse, it probably was just really bad trash. <laughs> And then the verse dropped, and everybody was like, "Oh, okay, we agree, Kanye." <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I literally just went back. I, I listened to Donda. I forgot about the verse, and I, I don't know if I just didn't feel like listening to it, but I didn't. So I went back yesterday, so you know, so I can know just how bad the verse was. Whew. It was <laughs> not. Okay, let's just be honest here. I've heard Soldier Boy's verses before, and I've not been. Sometimes you be like, "Yeah, that's that's dope," and then other times it's like, "Why you put that out?" You know what I'm saying? And this is this is definitely one of those moments. Like, why did you send that? Like, they need to cook Boy, a lot more. Exactly. Soldier Boy is not an elite artist. He's like a fun rapper, like one of those rappers that we have fun with. Like, he's not, and he is influential, you know. But he's just not. An elite rapper. That's just not something he is. Okay, let's just say it that way. He is not an elite lyricist. Right. But when it comes down to his hip hop, that's a different. He's story. fun. He's like, fun. He's fun. He's influential. He's legendary in the game. Right. Because he was doing things that no one else is doing. Exactly. And a, and I know the running joke is I did it first, but a lot of stuff. He did. Do he first. was pioneering. So. He was. It ain't we always. We got to give him his flowers on that. But just because you have that much popularity and clout, Soulja Boy, does not mean that he got to keep the verse on the tr on the track. It does not. He does. He is not obligated to put in trash on his album. And I think if you had to put that verse on the album, uh, it would have been having a different conversation. <laughs> Do you have Soulja Boy's reaction? Are we playing the reaction? Oh, yeah. We, you know what? We're about to play that right now. <laughs> don't get on no motherfucking public platform and say different from what the fuck you told me to my face. Tell me to my face that shit was trash, bitch ass, fucking scab head ass boy. Who cut your hair? Yo shit fucked up, nigga. Talking about some, man, hold on. I'll give you a good verse. You wanna hear a good verse? Go to the motherfucking studio and cook your ass. Hold on, zoom in on this fucking text. Fuck nigga, you said, you said the verse was hard, nigga. Why the fuck you ain't text my phone and say you ain't, nigga? Hold on, we finna me the shit to sleep, nigga. You not finna baby me, nigga, with some motherfucking Soldier Boy is the future. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You talking? You said my verse wasn't hard, nigga. Who the fuck did you think you talking? Everything that come out my motherfucking mouth is hard, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about, Kanye West? So, that happened. You heard my man. My man said everything that come out of his mouth 
It's hot. It's hard. It's hard. All right. That's what he said. His own record saying that now. But I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta give him, I gotta give him points for pointing out that Kanye is a bit two faced on that. A little bit. He was about, a little bit two faced. He was a little bit two faced on that. Yeah, because we're definitely gonna talk about uh, Big Sean in a minute. Why he that was, tell Soldier Boy that he just didn't like the verse? Why he lie and tell him you're the verse? Because I remember the text messages because he screenshotted those same text messages and posted them yeah. online. When all the Donda drama had dropped, but yeah, <laughs> but he did not have to lie to Social Boy like that. Like he could have just told him. I mean, you're Kanye West. You should be able to know that it's okay to just say whatever you need to say. But yeah, 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 said, yeah. He said, "You scared ass nigga. <laughs> Who cut your hair?" Yo, that crap. That whole <laughs> thing is, is crazy, man. I ain't even. I ain't even mad at Soldier Boy. Like, I mean, your verse wasn't that great. It was. But when you, it was. It was trash. Okay, let's just call it what and, it is. And he definitely, he definitely deflected on that. Um, on the whole who cut your hair part. That you didn't have to bring up that man haircut. <laughs> that is an artistic. That is an artistic choice that he chose. He chose that cut on purpose, bro. He flamed. On purpose. Uh, he flames stir fried deep fried baked that man, okay? For <laughs> when real. he called him For a real. scab, I was not ready. You know what's messed up, man? Just, just the haircut and the scab together. That's just a visual. It do look like a scab, though. That's the worst. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. How to perfectly describe, because at first I was like some type of weird maze or labyrinth or something, but I was like, no, I don't look like that. (laughs) Yo, and I feel like I haven't watched the whole show, but I'm like, yo, Noriega, did y'all bring up the haircut? Please. It just, you got to bring up the haircut in this interview. I hope they did. And I'm pretty sure Kanye was just like, I just felt like it. Yeah, that's pretty much his MO. That's probably all he's going to say is, I just felt like it. All right, hold on. We got to talk about, we got to go to another clip. And this clip is is Kanye discussing signing Big Sean. Uh (laughs) Hi. Hurry, man. Push it up on Big Sean. Oh, I love this. Let me tell you. Okay. That when I die on my tombstone, it's gonna say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. Big Sean over Pusher T? No, I'm saying that the the worst thing I've ever done was sign Big Sean. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, man. Yo, so, wait, 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 wait. The worst. He's the worst. The worst. Uh, I think you said the best. Okay, hold on. Nah, man, look, they let that... Man, I know this man mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've changed this man's family. And both John Legend and Big Sean, when I ran for office, got used quick by the Democrats to come at they boy that actually changed their life. And that's some sellout shit. 
and I don't rock with neither of them. And they, and I need, I need my apologies. I ain't saying they gonna change, but niggas is scared. All right, so that's <laughs> a lot to unpack in that situation as a whole. That, that was, was only a like a minute. That was he. He said all of that within a minute too. Within a minute, like yo, a minute and thirty seconds. Minute we and thirty gotta give seconds. Another, so. Well, 30 of them seconds, he had to go get the tombstone. Say no. (laughs) I can understand him being mad about that, though. Kanye. I have, in some circles, it do feel like people like, but, you know, but Big Sean is like the the face of everything. And if you're talking about a person like Kanye, you would take offense to that. So, man. All I know is, there was a point in time when Kanye West was so pressed to sign Big Sean. I mean, so pressed. He was so pressed for Big Sean, he did all his beats. He was so pressed for Big Sean, he was on like half of his mixtape. But now is the worst decision that you ever made. I, I think it's like a I think it's like the Jay-Z Kanye dynamic. I think that's what he was looking for. He was trying to be the Jay-Z to his Kanye, to Big Sean's Kanye, and I don't think it worked out that way. I mean, Big Sean left and everything. Oh, he he's on his own. His next album is he's, he's on his own record label. Like, what was that like? October, the end of October, he announced that. Yeah, something like that. And I'm proud of him for doing that. But at the same time, I take it. What did he What did he expect Big Sean to be like? Some astronomical star? Yeah, Big Sean has some type of star quality, but he just. I don't think they marketed him right. I don't think it was his fault. No, I don't think he was being marketed correctly either. Yeah, I can when he first came out, agree with you on that. When he first came out, he had the potential to be a huge star, like superstar level, you know? I mean, he's still a star, but he had potential to be even bigger than what he is. And I just don't think they handled him properly. And I don't think that's Big Sean's fault because I, Big Sean is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Okay, so... Wow, that's that's huge to be of all time. Um, as far as Sean goes, the way I look at it is I don't think they knew where he fit in. I don't think you ever seen him fit in anywhere as like a perfect niche for him. Mm-hmm. Like when you see Big Sean, he seems to be a part of the of a larger wheel, but he doesn't seem to have his own wheel. Okay. You know? People see him as his own wheel, but really, what if he is a wheel? What vehicle is he a wheel to? Is mm. he a bicycle? Is he a motorcycle? Is he a car? I can't tell. Like I don't know what Big Sean is supposed to be. When you see Jay Z, you get a feeling. You understand he was a hustler, converted to a businessman, and now his mission is to convert other people into business like you, mm-hmm. you you get that from him i'm gonna use a little bit of wrestling terminology but he didn't have like a good gimmick basically not a strong one if anything mm-hmm. if his gimmick was good people was people was on it now don't get me wrong like you're a fan a whole lot of people was a fan i wanted to be a fan but i just could never figure him out like yeah well when he first came out that was not... his, his 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 first thing was the whole family famous thing but after a while you can't keep on doing the finally famous thing you know what i mean because you're already famous so true and that's that's not me saying he's a bad rapper i'm just saying Mm -hmm. i just don't know 
where yeah. he lies in the rap community. <laughs> and that yeah. makes sense. And I understand that. I completely understand that. And then at the time that he came out, we had so many good rappers coming out. We had so many True. good rappers and fun rappers. We had like the the culture was shifting when Big Sean came out. True. And I think he's one of those artists that kind of just got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. A little bit. That's um, as far as let's, let's move on to why I think I don't think you know what, before we move on from there from Big Sean, he did have a response. Okay. And I got to look for it because I had it up and then I moved it because, you know, me, that's the type of stuff I be doing. I, I just didn't keep, me. and it sounds like he, it sounds like from what Kanye said, it sounds like it's more of a personal situation because he clearly said that Big Sean and John Legend turned their back on him when he was running for president. But right, I We're going to get like, into that. We're going to get into that. Okay. But, before we jump that, before we get into that, let's his response to Kanye saying that, you know, he shouldn't have signed him basically mm-hmm. was, all right, this is a tweet from at Big Sean, was just with this man. He ain't say none of that. <laughs> and this was after the interview. He said, this is after the interview. I'm dying laughing at you. And then he added Kanye West. And then... Right after that tweet, he tweeted, I can't wait to go on Drink Champs now. So Uh-oh. this follow-up interview when he go on Drink Champs is going to be fun. But yeah, now back to this personal issue that you were saying that you were hearing, because I definitely felt that way too. Yeah, because I didn't even, I completely forgot. I completely forgot that John Legend was, I mean, I didn't forget he was signed to good music. But, like, it was one of those things that just, like, left my brain for a little bit, you know. But they did, like, side with the Democrats, but they didn't say, like, fuck Kanye or anything like that. It wasn't like, yeah, Kanye is such a bad person or anything. They just went with what their views were. But a lot of the people that would be cool. Okay, let's think of it this way with Kanye. You know how you start something and you expect all your friends to just roll with you? Mm-hmm. And when they don't roll with you, you get a little upset about it. Add that pressure and that feeling. Add that to politics, which is ruthless. And every time someone says something to their fans or their demographic, anytime they don't mention you or mention you on the wrong side of the light, it's a hit. So... Mm-hmm. From that aspect, as a person who watches politics a lot, from that aspect, I totally understand. It's like the president. If the president go up there and says, Attack on Titan is better than Gundam, most of the country is going to shift to Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. And I think President Trump had an issue where he was up there. He mentioned something, and then I think it affected that market space. So, you know, that's how politics work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in that aspect, I understand Kanye's anger because you like, anytime you say something that's not pro me is negative. And I, and I take it and I, no one's going to take me seriously. If my friends and family don't take me seriously. And honestly, his friends and family didn't take him seriously. So I can understand why he would have resentment from that. Was he right? No, 
I'm definitely not saying that because he took uh, a political hit, hurt, pain, and turned it into a super personal one. Exactly. Like, I never signed you. Wow. Like, he was trying to hurt why? Big Sean at right? that moment. That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. He was just trying to hurt, hurt Big Sean. But I can't wait to yeah, hear what so, Big Sean got to say about this. Um, honestly, I hope his next album that's dropping is amazing because these last couple of albums and mixtapes, they were all right because he did like a <clears throat> my favorite project was um, the one he did with Metro Boomin, and then he had an album that came out in like 2015, 2016. I can't remember the name of it right now, but yeah, those were yeah. pretty good, solid projects. But like his marketing, whatever they've been doing with Big Sean, is like it could be so much better, trash. so much better. It's been trash. Yeah. Well, hopefully he can do better for himself, and hopefully whatever's going on with Kanye and john and big sean they can all squash it and find uh peace and better love for each other and real love for each other and not I, just fake stuff i even feel kind of bad because big sean has put in so many verses how much respect he has for kanye you know so it's just it's just sad a but, little bit that he said that for real now that i think about it like you know bruh like get over yourself so what they didn't want to support your political views you know how it is. Not everybody can handle business and, and friendship at the same time. Yeah, that's true. All right. I got one more clip, and this is dealing with the Drake beef with Kanye uh -oh. and Kim. Conversation where Drake is like, you know, I never fucked Kim. But I was like, but you acted like you did. You got bars. It's like hidden hills. Give your wife the chills. You doing all kind of, it's like somebody throwing a marble and hiding their hand or something like that. It's like you all that's disrespectful. Y'all actually had this conversation. Oh, we had this conversation. And this is all, and to the point where Kim be like, I don't listen to this nigga no more. This nigga acting like he fucked. And like, we ain't never really, like, we, we never really had that conversation. Like, oh, I never fucked Kim, right? No, but what about all the, did you ever DM her? Did you ever, you know what I'm saying? Everything else around it, you know? Cause it ain't about just the actual act of it. You know, the act, the anticipation of something is the is what we live in. Now is the shortest moment of our life. Yeah. Now, the now that was just there is just gone now. You know what I'm saying? So you could be sitting there like, did he, did he not? That's worse than if you, I would rather you did. And I just actually <laughs> so had to just deal, to deal, yeah, deal with the right. finality because right. my mind, I'm like a Xerox printer. I, you know, I'm Christian, but I'll tell you something. I, I talked to a healer that said, I'm dealing with resentment from multiple lives of disloyalty, of the way I felt, you know, with Virgil going to Louis and just things like jealousy. So what you think about that one? Where... That was a lot right there. And he's right, optics is everything. That's true. Optics is everything because from that little bit of what was going on between him and Drake, from that bar and a few other things it definitely made it seem like he was dealing with that drake yeah and a few other things like right now things is going on with kim and um pete, pete davidson. davidson they was caught holding hands and that's so uh, weird caught holding hands and stuff that's so weird he's right it is weird but we talk about like them just using this as an example 
He is. Uh, no, I'm not doing that with you. But stay on topic. Stay on topic. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was my, that was all my fault um, this time. But um, back to Drake. Drake is the, also one of those calculated people. Like he knows how true. to beef with people. Like his beef is completely different from any other rapper because. Like he'll he said in another clip how like he moved he'll move in the same neighborhood as you some some blocks down from you you know and drive past when he has groceries in the car or something you know so like really? Drake that's some petty shit Drake well he didn't say drive past with groceries in the car but he did say you know moving which there are claims that Drake bought a house some blocks away so <laughs> from one of Kim's properties yeah. So, <laughs> so, so anything um, to keep his optics going, that's what he'll do. Yeah, pretty much. Drake is one of those people that uh keep nitpicking, nitpicking, and he'll do like small stuff, and then trying to act like he ain't do none of that, so he'll look better in the end. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Drake might be a, but, a psychopath. You know, I think so. <laughs> I think J Lo got a movie about him. Um, <laughs> just, just listening to what he was saying, listening to what he was saying about the whole camp, because I do know it's another clip floating around as well, where he mentions, you know, still the media playing a huge part in him and Kim's relationship, which is true, like. The media don't. He said the media didn't want them to be together, and they want these narratives so they can have the reality TV shows and these big moments to report on. Mm -hmm. And in the reality, that's not how things is going. But if you go back, you listen to what he said there. Did you listen to what he said towards the end of that clip about how you're sitting there and in your mind you're like, "Is it happening this way or is it not?" Mm -hmm. Like what he was talking about with the Drake beef. You multiply that with whatever's going on with Kanye in his mental space, his mental health. That could drive a huge wedge into anybody's relationship because you know how overthinking can do. Yeah. You sit there and everything is all good. Then you start overthinking shit. And now you, now you overthunk your way into a, a bad relationship because you're like, oh, when you left that night, were you cheating? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Were you with Drake down the street around the corner? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, this interview gave me another side of Kanye that we didn't get. Now, he said some stuff that's really going to have to come back and bite him. I don't know what's going to go on with him and Kim. But now I'm interested to see the responses and the fallout from it all. Yeah, me too. And it's probably going to be know, like a downward spiral for like the rest of the year or something i can't wait to see how it all plays out though <laughs> the fact that you were like it's gonna be a downward spiral but it i can't is. wait to see this shit it is it's gonna be exciting You're for right. the entertainment world shoot i love some good drama when i'm not in it <laughs> So do you think, because I know, I think he expressed wanting to get back with Kim. Do you think that that's possible? No, nah, I don't think so. I, I think mean, I know Kim it's hard to it. speculate. You think so? I think she Kim seems to be. She seems like she's been over it. Honestly, this whole separation thing has been going on for like almost a year now. 
and it can be tiring. I think that's the thing that people don't see. It can be tiring. Which is and which is which is why the media definitely needs to back off a little bit. Yeah, the media is not going to back off though because that's how they make their bread and butter. And it's too many nosy You're right. people. You see in what happened world. with Britney? True. You seen what happened to Britney Spears? We've seen that. And we've been screaming. But on that free, note, we've been screaming free Britney since MySpace days. For real. And that narrative was crazy. Mm-hmm. Given that she's been speaking out and happy and free right now, I'm happy for her. Um, I'm hoping Kanye can find the peace before things escalate too bad. I'm going to. Yes, me too. But, you know, if anything else, if nothing else from any of this stuff with Kanye, these diss tracks and this music that's about to come through. Oh, yeah, man. Between Soldier Boy, Kanye, Big Sean, John Drake. Legend. John Legend. It Drake, oh man, yo! Listen, what if they always get on the to track the... together? That'd be insane. I was just listening to the Summer Walker album because I knew oh, you was gonna Lord. ask me about it eventually, so Who I started listening ask to some you about of it. it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of hers. Okay, I'm just, but I was trying to preempt a strike. But on the album, she had a song uh, where Cardi B was narrating, and then the song she was like. Don't let these people push your narrative. If whenever you're ready to talk, you come out and you talk on, you know, and you you make your money on it. You speak on these albums and get your money. So I'm like, yo, don't don't nobody do no interviews before they drop songs first. You drop full ass music, and then you can do the interview. Give me the cliff notes in the interview, but Mm -hmm. I want to hear the music first. Yeah, please and thank you. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely. On that note. We got to end the show. We've been going for a minute now. We've been doing this thing. Hey, you know. Yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of news this time. When we when we get when we get going, we get going. For real, for real. And you're right. And at the beginning of the episode, I said it was so much going on in these past couple of weeks. This past week, because I don't even think we went back two weeks. Now that I think about it, I think we just went back for a week. Yeah. It's been so much. Yeah. For real, crazy, crazy. But you guys, we gotta go. So do me a thank huge you. favor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Head over to www.thebkspaceshow.com where you can get all the audio, all the video, merchandise, and blogs all in one place. Nova can't let them know what else we gotta do. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rated review. Leave us those five stars and then leave us a written review so we know which way to go, which way to grow. And even if we need, you know, some new suggestions, if something you'd like to hear on the show. I think absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely did. You definitely <laughs> did. It sounded right. If it wasn't right, um, you don't curse me out when this comes out. Uh, Friday, so I I don't be cursing at you. Don't tell these people that you're right. She right. She don't be cursing at you, but she flamed the shit out of my ass in that clip. (laughs) It was an accident. Last week of last week's show, she gave me the absolute business. I was so hurt. I was was crying and stuff. You did not cry. Don't tell me. It was an accident. (sighs) Oh yeah. Before we uh, jump off, don't forget to check us out on 
not refreshingly human. It's the Hannah Pillow show on Instagram. Her Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look that up real fast. What's the, what is her her Instagram is Refreshingly Human Podcast mm -hmm. on Instagram. Oh, it's back to Refreshingly Human. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think I she just just changed it like this past week. Or it's all one word though. Refreshingly Human, human Podcast. podcast. It's gonna be on there next Saturday. No, no. Next, tomorrow. This Saturday. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. We're recording this early. I keep. I literally just like. You know, anyway, don't forget to check us out on Refreshingly Human Podcast. It's all one word. We're going to be on her show tomorrow because we're recording this and it's going to be out on a Friday, but we're mm -hmm. recording this early, so mm -hmm. Nova can just have to correct me. Mm -hmm. It so, will be by the time but, this drops, it will be tomorrow, bro. Saturday. It's going to be live. Saturday, be November 13th. Is it the 13th? The 12th? The 13th? The 13th. November it's, 13th. Tomorrow on Instagram, Refreshingly Human Podcast. Hit us up. But anyway, I have been BBK Space. She is my very lovely co-host. Nova Kane, baby. <laughs> All right, Space Gang. Thank you guys for coming through, listening to us and hanging with us. Love you guys. Love you guys. Be cool.